on this episode of the AIE Podcast. Big congrats to Special Guildies. Jedis to be denamed. Spammers beware. Meetups, 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 meetups! And we chat with Appalas and Ducks about AIE in Lord of the Rings Online. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Unfortunately, we are not coming to you live from the AIE Guild Hall. We did not have special equipment, and I was also not there. So it became very difficult increasingly as we uh, attempted to get something recorded over the weekend. But... Not to mention the Instance Live was also streaming over the time slot. We had thought we were going to be using. Oh really? Was it? Did they? <laughs> yeah. Did I pick exactly correct? That was that was awesome. That was like Pretty five much, days yeah. before. So yeah. So, but this is the AIE podcast episode 170. We've been gone for two weeks. We hated that we were gone for two weeks. The Die Has Been podcast broadcasting from beautiful Northern California. This is Gomez. Hey hey party people! And joining me from only a quarter of the state away is Aludra. Hey, AIE, I think you're awesome. And coming at us from the deep south out in central Alabama is Accuzod. Greetings. This is Accuzod. All right. So we're back. Woo! Brief hiatus. The the whole Halloween followed by BlizzCon thing. We really, really did intend to do a BlizzCon show, but I think Alpha Geek Radio brought like extra stuff to have internet or something and they were able to stream we did not have that unfortunately i didn't even make it there but aludra did aludra let us know what's going on you can't now you can't have a half hour like we 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 need to we need to get our guests in here too but what happened with you on uh at blizzcon well gee you want me to you want me to just narrow it down okay here's what happened at blizzcon ready i'm a murloc i'm a bear no no, but I, I knew had to she do was going to do that. <laughs> and you went there anyway. I did. <laughs> well, BlizzCon is sadly over. Aww. I know, I know. I wish it was still going on because there's literally nothing better than having so many of your friends within grabbing distance, as was the Guild Hall. I mean, honestly. Uh, I don't know. I could Last hug... year we had the police come. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but I was you know, acquitted. Totally acquitted I mean, of all charges. I mean, good consensual hugging that everybody's okay with. I mean, I got to hang out with Al the Mage, which was awesome. And uh, I didn't get to do a live Battle Pets there, but uh, we did record at Azeroth Roundtable there. And I oh, got nice. to be in on that. Oh, yeah. Cool. And we there were a lot of adventures. Like, if you really want to hear about a weird, inappropriate one that did not happen to me or with me remotely there, then you want to listen to the latest Azeroth Roundtable oh, okay. episode 33. <laughs> because that was bad. And then, let's see, my, not, my entire blood this con experience started with somebody thinking that they were going to be awesome and throw ice water on our party from the balconies um, of the hotel. Yeah, must say a big, big thank you to all the people who were there tweeting and uh, posting pictures mm-hmm. in the group me thread. It was it was almost like I was there, but not quite good enough. Just not yeah. there. Yeah. No, no, it was so great because our guild hall was a smashing success. It was just a place to come and hang out and everybody took advantage of that. I met so many wonderful people, fans of this cool. show, fans of my segment, fans of everything, and it was so 
great to meet everybody. It really honestly was. It, it makes the convention so much better just having a place for guildies, you know? Oh, yeah, no. no. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt I I think it was Terpster that commented, he's like, the guild hall is like the best thing in the world because Mm -hmm. I know people are going to want to talk to me there, but it's a smaller subsection of people that he can mm-hmm. like he can more relax around mm-hmm. because he knows these are Scott Johnson's people. So I can yeah. totally like hang with it. So even he commented, he's like, it was great to have that as a, I want to get away from everything for a little while, but not go, you know, completely away from people. But, yeah. So, not be in your room and isolated because right. that gets old really fast. You're going to fall asleep and wake up five hours later. Let's be honest. Yeah, no, I've, like, I've, I've been there before. Yeah, certainly. Nerdtacular, yeah. I think that happened a time or two. In fact. Yes. Exactly. It's kind of like the Rolling Stones going playing some little club with like 20, 30 people and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You get a lot of dedicated fans. We we actually had a lot of guildies who did not have tickets. But of course, the highlight, like always, is the Instance Live show. Not only did we get the awesome Russell Brower in there, but Ghost Crawler showed up as well, randomly. And. That is awesome. That was, yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, there's lots of pictures of everybody on their phones. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God, you're not going to believe who's here. I'm not actually enjoying Well, I love, there was a picture on the Nertacular site. I don't think it's there anymore in that I took a picture at the same time Tom Merritt was taking a picture. So I was going to have like an inception sort of like I'm mm-hmm. tweeting and oh my God, I'm tweeting at the same time as Tom Merritt. And yeah. everyone in the audience is looking up at the stage. I'm in the front row looking down at my phone. And it was like, I was participating <laughs> in the event, I assure you. But it was just you like... were playing I, Angry Birds. We oh, know. But it was just hilarious. They picked that exact moment that it was like, oh, really? Four seconds, so, yes. Yeah, yes. exactly. Four seconds. Exactly. Right, so no, what, was, what kind of events do you guys have at the Guildhall? What, what went on? Well, we had a stream of the entire uh, BlizzCon. That was always going on, and that was great. Okay. And then we had some board games, which were awesome. But, you know, nobody really... I'm going to be honest, until the night kicked off and the stream ended, nobody really played board games. That happens. <laughs> Everybody was just having so much fun meeting everybody and just talking Chatting, and yeah. that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah, and we had swag bags to hand out, and there were photo ops everywhere, man. You just wanted... To... Everybody's just grabbing people they wanted pictures with. Give me a picture. <laughs> That's awesome. I, yes. It was killing me to miss it. Yes, I know. And I really miss both of you guys there. It yeah. wasn't the same without you guys. It really wasn't. I, I had 100% planned to be there until I bought my Thanksgiving tickets. I'm not going to say how much I paid for these tickets, but yeah, that kind of ate the rest of my fun money. So the trip to BlizzCon mm-hmm. sort of, whoops. That that went yeah, away several weeks up. ago. Yeah, you've grown up. Come on. Yeah, okay. no. Well, yeah. it was it, it was either um, it was either uh, go to BlizzCon or explain to my mom why I'm not there for Christmas. And you guys probably yeah. know what decision I made. Like that's not that isn't that isn't a conversation you ever want to have with mom. No, that is it's not, just not. That is- we will forgive you. We will, <laughs> exactly. <yes. laughs> exactly. Yes. So if you're in the area ever, during BlizzCon or anything, you don't have a ticket, doesn't matter. So many guildies said they were not going to spend the money on a ticket to BlizzCon after the guild hall. And even more said it. I, I believe Hunts the Wind and his wife came down from Boston. And no, they did not have tickets. And they yeah. came in just to sit at the guild hall. <laughs> 
and that that sort of thing that's awesome yeah that 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 says something about the what what they're actually looking forward to because to be fair blizzcon was really cool i have been once but it's a giant marketing event like they're they're making announcements and stuff and the the guild hall is a hey we want to go and hang out with people that you know buy that, our things. exactly <laughs> buy our stuff and we in it was an awesome and i have to say blizzard does pomp and circumstance better than any mm. company that i know of like the, the the whole reveals of things and they they are fantastic at what they do they it, it's clear that they're very passionate about their product Oh, and you guys want to go to BlizzCon if you ever get the chance to, and bring your DS simply for all the street passes you get. It's crazy. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I can I can imagine that's the case. So, Zod, <laughs> what, what have you been doing besides not going to BlizzCon? I was not going to BlizzCon the whole time. <laughs> no, actually, I got a wild hair since I, I knew I wouldn't be able to be there, but I still wanted to be a part of it, and I wanted to uh, just absorb as much as I possibly could remotely. I threw up, I took down my personal blog at accuzod.com, go there right now, and uh, I put up a page that had all the feeds from all the tweets, I had feeds from the GroupMe page, I had a live chat room for all of us, no-shows who couldn't go to hang out and chat together and just talk about it. So uh, we had a a good time at the non-BlizzCon, non-Guildhall event. Mm -hmm. That's so so awesome that you were able to do that. ZodCon? We had had a ZodCon. (laughs) ZodCon 2013. (laughs) Unfortunately, thanks to some event going on over there on the West Coast, that my raid team decided not to raid last week, and I was really annoyed. Oh. So I'm so excited I get to go raid tonight with Furt. I, I can't wait. We have to finish the show so I can go raid. Well, you have to wait <laughs> at least a little while. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So, Gomez, what have you been up to? So, I've been biking quite a bit, which is fun. Well, trying to bike. Biking uh, out it, your frustration? Y- yes. It's like, I can't go to BlizzCon. <laughs> I can't go. But I, 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 we have now... Uh, done several times and conquered a a category four climb which it's funny the categories were named in france whatever whatever gear the peugeot had to be in to get up the mountain so i i'm not joking so if it's a cat one it's a super hard climb like your car needs to be in first gear and they did this back in the 70s so you can imagine like horsepower and stuff so we have conquered the easiest one uh so it's so we have been working on that like the past couple weeks i also as aludra knows uh, i am playing tiny death star and apparently i'm not nearly as much of an evil overlord as aludra is because if your skill if your skill is not nine, which is the maximum in a particular thing, she will jettison you out the airlock. And I am not That's even making this up. So. Right. <laughs> Wait, no. you can jettison people? Oh, yeah. yeah it's like, oh, your out. skills are useless, flush. Like, that's yeah. that, you can you can absolutely do that in Tiny Tower. And on the Death Star, it's out the Death Star. Four floors of uh, bitizens for my Tiny Tower just because I was bored. Wow. Oh. <laughs> So, yeah, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, don't cross Aludra. I'm just saying. It's a little terrifying. Okay. No, I want the best possible, okay? I, I understand. <laughs> Eugenics, it's fine. Like, <laughs> I think she's a Sith. This is how rumors get started, Gomez. <laughs> so, okay, we're just talking about Tiny Tower, people. It's fine. We're just talking about Tiny Tower. But oh we, have, we, we have a I'm lot a of content. I, I'm a bear. So I, it was hilarious because I, I was commenting our two guests, like 
it was about three o'clock today, Pacific time. And I was like, oh, there's the guests haven't put anything. Like I shared the document with them earlier. And then I literally looked away from my screen and looked back and there was a page and a half of notes. So we have our guests here. We're joined by a special guest, Apollos, Apollos and Ducks, who are here to talk to us about AIE and Lord of the Rings Online. So Apollos, what has been going on outside of the game? Because we're going to get to that. But what, what's been going on with you in general? Oh, nothing much. Just a... Uh... Did a quick trip. I saw that, thank you, son. <laughs> I guess. I guess you can do that. After <laughs> I told you a few weeks ago. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've been uh, did a little trip to camp to Texas and then came back here and relaxed and everything. We went to San Antonio, Saudi Alamo, and. Oh, oh wow. wow. Really nice. Trip. Wow, how great. Cool. Yeah. And so, Ducks, uh, how about you? What's been going on with you outside of Lord of the Rings? Oh, mainly just been working, and then I was lucky enough to get into the uh, beta test for Galactic Starfighter. The NDA lifted today, Ooh. so I can actually say that. <laughs> what? Nice. No, no, no. What is Galactic Starfighter? I don't. I actually don't think I have heard of this. It's for Swoter, so it's not really something that I'm going to talk about too much because that's for the Star Wars folks. But oh. it's great. I think folks are going to love it. Okay. Wow. Nice. Beyond that, I've been doing the Helm's Deep beta and uh, just had a lot of fun with it. Okay, cool. Um, so, and Zod asked me this before the show, ladies and gentlemen, no, I did not dye my hair dark. This is the color nature makes it. I'm the one that takes color away. <laughs> so I just, I want to get that out there. No, I do not dye my hair for the show. I have bleached it, but I have never dyed it. I color my hair. I'll, I'll come out and say it. Yes, I totally color my hair. I love this super fun red color. It is fun. Well, no, I mean, nice. I, I've gone blue before. That's fine. Me too. But, but I, I'm, I'm not going to dye it like brown. That's just, yeah, yeah that, that's not Yeah, happening. yeah, exactly. Yeah, brown. So much fun. Brown. Yeah. Ooh, brown. Welcome to Hair Talk. Hair Talk. <laughs> With your guests. Gomez and Elutra. So, we'll be digging I'm into Lord of the Rings online shortly. But first, <laughs> let's cover this week's news. A.I.E. News. First, first news bit of the evening, we want to give a shout out to Pujol and Botox, two A.I.E. guildies who have decided that, the real, that real life is better together. And they will be tying the knot in real life, not in game weddings, but oh. in real life. We had the podcast wish them well in all their future questing. So I have a question. Does anyone know if they like met in AIE? Or is this is a like completely outside of but they both are AIE members? I couldn't find those details in the thread. Yeah, there, so. there wasn't much to the thread. So I was just curious if any of you happen to know, but I guess not. No, I don't know. Listeners, that. we want details. Everybody yes, that. we need details so we can, you know, broadcast their personal lives all over the podcast for everybody to know. Yeah, yeah, no, that's creepy. See? Speaking of personal lives, for those of you who know old man and old lady Franks, there's a good chance you can party on their lawn now because they're going to be rather tired. And, uh, oh, maybe all meth will be less kaji? Probably not. Uh, They'll be taking care of their new lovely daughter, Amelia Grace. She was born on November 5th just last week. AIE is ever expanding, and I'm understanding she's gone horde. Yes. (laughs) Well, it's. I think it's Emil. Not Amelia, though. Amelia, or, no. or it's Emily. I, you know what? Emily? I should have got Sorry. a 
phonetic pronunciation because that name could be pronounced little baby franks three yeah exactly little lady franks is is the official moniker i believe but uh Mm -hmm. so hopefully you were able to attend so you already know this but this season's craft fair was a huge success massive kudos and a bajillion internet points to all of those who helped make the craft fair happen and to those who came out and got leveled we also had a special thanks from him whoa I can speak. Wow. We had a special thanks from Henry himself. If you missed it, don't worry. The next craft fair is really close, I'm sure. Like, they're not going to let too many months go by before they're throwing free stuff at you again. Just yeah. that's the way this game works. All right. Just a head up, heads up for you Jedis that may have wandered away from the Old Republic. Bioware is purging character names from characters that have not logged in in a while. Dun, Which dun, names dun. are getting purged depends on the character level, last time logged on, and whether you're a paying subscriber or not. For more information, check the forum posts in the AIE Old Republic forums. Alright, and if you've been following the Imperium Ludi forums, you know that AIE is always looking to expand into other games. Now, one of those games, Wildstar, looks very promising, and if you're interested in joining the AIE community in Wildstar, you might want to jump into the Wildstar Wednesdays... Wildstar... See, it's Wed- not just me. Words are hard. <laughs> uh, the Wildstar Wednesdays chat held by Duris in the AIE event every Wednesday, hence the name, mm-hmm. at 10 p.m. Eastern where he will cover the latest news and events announced by the Wildstar devs earlier that day. They do it every Wednesday. He, he recaps it. Yep, yep, yep. And in case you missed it, um, they they announced hoverboards in Wildstar. Oh, my there. gosh. They, they, had this, they had this puzzle that they made, and I got to kind of listen to somebody who works there kind of live blog it verbally. Over oh, dinner. nice. Um, he made the puzzle and everything, and it was really great to watch how excited he was because they – they they gave a conservative estimate. It won't take that long for them to solve this. And so he it was really like eating and then saying something and then eating and then saying no, something. No, no, no. It's like, oh my gosh, this food went ignored. Oh my gosh, guys, they're so close. Listen, listen, this is what they figured out. It was really wow. great to see the excitement and everything. So hoverboards, hoverboards. wild star. And and that was really neat to see at BlizzCon too. And I'm sorry if I'm rubbing it in some more. <laughs> no, that's awesome. It they're, was. They're in every MMO. You can't escape them. <laughs> Spammers. Sorry, that was really creepy. Uh, so lots of games have a built-in I, I, mechanic to deal with, you know, spammers. Like someone's like, hey, do you want to buy some gold? Uh, not all of them have a mechanic that you can just write. Like Blizzard, I think, is great. I think Rift does it as well, that you can just right-click and report as spammer, and it will automatically add them to an ignore list, which doesn't count towards your total, and will, you know start the investigative process or whatever they do. But if you are playing Final Fantasy XIV, uh, Cow has a special macro built specifically for this. If you check the forum post called Gil Spammer Blacklist for a very simple, effective macro, uh, it, it is a great idea. You can add it, and basically the last person that sends you a tell, you can hit this macro. It will report them for spamming and add them yes, to a blacklist black- and stuff. Nice. I would like to add, Mr. Kitty Cow, that I did not add this news item. I told you it would do well on the forums, though. That That is I, all. I <laughs> added the news item because it, it's like, hey, do you want to not talk to spammers? Sure. Like, yes. that seems like something that people are interested yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, no, he told me last night. He's like, here, write this down, and it's going to get rid of all. I'm like, this needs to be shared with the world. Yes, I, I agree. I don't even play this game, it. and I agree with that. <laughs> 
Okay, guys, so if Eve Online wasn't confusing enough, there are some lucky few who chose to also, on top of playing Eve and breathing Eve, because apparently that's how you play Eve, they also chose to be officers. Dun, dun, dun. I'm still trying to wrap my head around this. <laughs> Congrats to Catavere, otherwise known as Orsalis Kane, who has decided to peek behind the curtains and see how spreadsheets are maintained, at least from our angle. I'm not even going into what these crazy guys do. <laughs> Kudos and condolences. We'll tell yeah. you where the secret officer's kitchen is. In a few. <laughs> and, and I think we will have the Eve folks on next week. So I'm sure they will talk about this person then. Yes. Yeah, you have to have an Office Pro subscription before you can come off the Eve. <laughs> Probably. <Yes. laughs> it's like you have to have a, a authenticator for WoW. Yeah. And now, now you need an You're using Pro. Google Docs? Get are, out. Are you Get using out. Excel 2012? I don't even want to talk to you right now. I'm not <laughs> like... <laughs> All right, looks like the Arizona AIE crew are at it again. They're holding another meetup, uh, this time at David Buster's in Tempe. I guess it's a temporary David Buster's. Uh, on Friday, December 6th, December 6th, the words are hard. So if you're anywhere within driving distance of temporary Arizona, we would definitely recommend you join them. See the AIE meetup.com page to RSVP. And if you want to arrange your own local guild hall, uh, feel free to post your own event in the meetup.com page. So AIE and Final Fantasy 14. So I, it's a little confusing because he said that's 14 for you non-Romans because this is an item from uh, Abavan. I guess you're supposed I'm to say reading it. So yeah, I guess I was supposed yeah. to say XIV. Sorry, I ruined your joke, Abavan. I apologize. So yeah. they're having Ziv. <laughs> yeah, Ziv. Ziv. Uh, yeah. They are having a town hall meeting on no November 22nd at 10 p.m. Eastern. The meeting will be held in the AIE Ventrilo server. They have big, big news to announce on that night. Anyone in AIE, whether you're playing that game or not, are welcome to the event. Uh, November 22nd, 10 p.m. Eastern. I will try to make it. Just for you guys. And as a reminder, AIE has our own Jabber Chat server. Yes, this is Greenwall in real life, and I was just talking about it in Greenwall in WoW today. So now you can chat with your friends and fellow AIE members from other games, even when you can't be in-game. Your work productivity will never hate you more. There are a number of different Jabber clients to choose from, both desktop, mobile, and just all of them, iOS, Android, I, I don't even know. I can't even list them all. So you can even use Jabber as a web app on the AIE Guild website. <laughs> We're out to get you, folks. For more information, see the AIE Wiki at wiki.aie-guild.com and check out, click on Guild Tech because now your worthiness is affecting me and I have a problem with that. <laughs> That's, it's that's odd. Oh. That's odd. That ain't me. That is <laughs> awkward, <laughs> and so angry. <laughs> I'm a bear. Or check our show notes. I'm a bear. Okay. Not you. So they have been sitting quietly. They have been sitting patiently. Our guests, Ducks and Appalas. What what has been going on? It sounds like there's an expansion coming out or new content at least. Stuff. Yes, it's an expansion. It's the Elm's Deep expansion, and it is scheduled to release next Tuesday on oh, the 18th. Wow! So, like, I guess why this is why you guys picked to be on this week. I would assume. Perfect timing. <laughs> yeah. 
And so we've been uh, lately we've been uh, running crazy to level our characters to 85 to be ready for the expansion. And uh, it's been my first few days in, or few weeks in the in the Riders of Rowan expansion, having tons of fun with the mounted combat. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool! Is, so wait, you get to run them down and, and like stab them? Stab them, uh, throw. Uh, uh, that, 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 that use your bow and arrows and everything and oh wow what we do we me and Dux Dux goes with his warden hobbit he gathers everything in the planes and I just go in circle around them and shoot arrows and in five minutes everything is dead now can you control your horse can you make a horse attack not in the sense Kick of or bite well, okay as a as a warden one of my options for a character is I can actually do a, a, a stampede or trample. Oh, so at okay. that point, uh, anything in my way just goes flying out of the way. Which is really funny because damage. It, it, it makes sense that only that class can do that because horses really don't want to step on stuff. They, <laughs> I, I, I have been told that they will like avoid. No, like, no, I want to step on the yeah. flat ground. I want nothing to do with like running over someone. Yet they don't care where they poop, I've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't either. Who is that weird? What? This is stuff. This is stuff I don't need to know about you guys. See, this is stuff that needs to stay behind the curtain. I blame Muli. It's my second drink. I blame Muli. <laughs> I'm gonna let him know. So we've been having fun with that, and also until the expansion comes out, all XP are double. So. To help people level up to uh, to eighty five nice. to get ready for the for the expansion, and also in the expansion, we'll go into a little bit into it. They will uh, revamp all their character skill trees. It's going to be similar to WoW and Swotar, having different uh, different classes of trees, and uh, I think it's going to be easier. I didn't go too much into the the beta because I didn't uh, felt that if I'm going to spend time in the beta. Might as well go into the into the game when it comes out and not ruin everything. And yeah, for for me, I completely agree. And that I have reached a point in my life if I have interest in playing a game, I will not play the beta for any more than an hour total. I will log into the game. I will see if it's not a complete train wreck. And then, because I didn't play WoW for the first year and a half because I had played the beta. Up until level 45 on both Alliance and Horde, and I was, there wasn't anything for me to do that was new. So, yeah, I I don't do that anymore. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. That's why. And so, uh, it's going to be simplified for all the classes and everything, new abilities. I'm pretty anxious to see what the Hunter will be able to do. Uh, There's a quickly just a, a big DPS tree where it's going to shoot and kill everything in almost in one shot. And there's another tree where you will be able to use your abilities and move at the same time. So you'll be able to kite and shoot arrows and everything. So that's going to be pretty nice. But I don't know much more than that because I'm keeping everything when the expansion comes up next week. What they really tried to do was there's a lot of buttons. Um, <laughs> I think it's upwards of 40, 42 uh, buttons right now for my captain at 85. No, that's and not going to happen. What? Yeah. yeah, some of them are absolutely <laughs> useless because buttons. they've been around forever, you know, so okay. skills really blended across different different 
functions. So what they're doing is they're, they're trying to simplify things as much as as much as they can. So Good. you're going to have a tree. Yeah, exactly. You know, because right now it's like you know I have I have enough room for buttons, two horses, uh, maybe a couple potions, and that's it. Everything else is full of different captain skills: banners, heralds, squires. You know, anything you can think of. I have a there's some kind of button or at least a macro for it. Did you say so, squirrels? Squires. Squires. Squire, not squirrel. Like you got squirrels? That's awesome. My lore master has a squirrel, I think. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you know, so they're trying to simplify it. They're trying to at least clean it up a little bit. And then by putting in a tree system like they did, like like Warcraft has, like Swoder has, it makes it for a much clearer path of what your character is. Um, so far, so good. You know, like like Ben was saying, you know, you've got, for a hunter, you've got your kill it quick tree, you've got your trap it tree, and then, uh, I don't know what the other one is, maybe they just sit around and Beastmaster <laughs> There you go Beastmaster, well, yeah If they would call it the Warcraft names, I'd probably remember it better yeah, that's they made well, it a very nice To be term. fair, WoW's had more than a decade to come up with this mm-hmm. stuff, so that's yeah. you know, they, they, they figured out they figured out what's a good and bad thing Now, sounds like I, a good I, idea. I'd like to point out that as we are talking about this they have sent me an email letting me know it is my last chance to pre-order the expansion and get the pre-order bonuses. <laughs> wow. That's literally awesome. just flashed across. It was dancing across my screen <laughs> as Well, you only have so, like four days now. You only have four <laughs> days. You know how many MMOs I play for this show? I've got plenty of time. There's no, I love the idea of simplifying. You know, if I wanted a yeah. really complex, difficult game, I'd play Eve. That, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all in agreement with that. If we <laughs> wanted to hate ourselves and, and have an extra job, we, we'd be playing Eve right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Eve player. <laughs> I tried it. I was there. I agree. More power to him. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you are special breed. <laughs> Okay, so Max it looks like, uh, like Western Rohan is looking to open up. Certainly, sir. We have five areas. Uh, now, not included in that is Edoras, the capital of Rohan itself. So you've got basically what you've seen in the movie. You know, the Golden Hall of, I think it's Medjuseld, um, in Edoras itself. Edoras is a huge area unto itself. Um, it will be the pretty much probably the hangout spot, just like Dalron was at one point, and, and Ironforge was at another okay. different side of the war. But um, Ironforge and something. Yeah. Like <laughs> oh yeah, we've killed that king a couple times. I oh, think. Yeah, we, yeah well, that's right. <laughs> yeah, when I was a traitor, I forgot. No. Uh, you know, Kingstead, Eastfold, Westfold, Broadacres, and Stoneacres. Those are the the regions themselves. And, you know, the, the one that people hear about, you, you actually read a lot about, most events take place, is the Westfold. You always hear about the burning of the Westfold. Lots of action in that one. And then this is going to take everybody from 85 to 95. Oh, so wow. 10 so there are 10-level increases. That's that's substantial. It's huge. You know, it, it's one of the, what, it, it can be very daunting, but it's actually – what's really great is when they started doing things like Rohan and they started putting in the uh, – prior to Rohan, they streamlined the quests. So they, they move a lot better, and I think Ben has finally gotten to see that because once you yeah. get to Moria – oh, thank God you made it to Moria. <laughs> After that, it gets easier. 
Nice, nice. So Moria, that's where the game's like, yay, you made it. So if you can make it on a Moria, you've done great. Was Mines of Moria the last expansion then? Like the last full expansion as opposed to a patch? Yes, I believe I think so, actually. Well, you had to pay for Rohan and then you had to pay for Moria. Wait, wait, wait. So wait, you got to make it to... Through two expansions to get to the land of golden sunshine and butterfly. I don't know, man. Well, that's that's Lorian. If you want golden sunshine, you got to talk to the elves. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm just talking about you know like a game that is is you know opened out and easier and, and you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, like I, you were just saying, and I have to go through two. Ah. Oh. Can level you up, no problem. I no. know you can. You guys are awesome because you're AIE. Now, that reminds me, you've, you've mentioned before that the game is really set to follow the books and the expansions are going to follow the plot line of the stories. And they're only at Helm's Deep, which if I recall correctly, is pretty early on in the series of books. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about a game that plans to be around for quite some time. They have the license until at least 2017, I believe. Okay. And then they can renew <laughs> again. Wow. Uh, yeah, that sounds like enough room to fit in. I... You know, to be fair, we are talking about like Tolkien lore. Which means yes. it's extremely dense and there's a ton of it, but yes. it's, you know, I, I, I think like 2017 could be enough. <laughs> I, no, I don't think it will be for Tolkien lore. Let's I be honest, so, Tolkien. No. no, I think they'll finish the first book in, what, 2015? So, so wait a second. It's, it's only like 2011, right? Two towers right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, there we go. We're in two towers. Fine, they'll finish two towers in 2015. Okay, so they're on they're on task to maybe finish when the license expires. But I can't. It'll be very interesting to see what happens when they have told the story. There's because, more. You know, there's more. Well, there's so much more. I hope there's more, but I hope there's mm-hmm. more in a well written. You know, well, narrative, well presented way. Exactly. Yeah, no, exactly. That guy wrote so much. Like, there's so much more. It's like the Lord of the Rings was just a snapshot of the entirety Which is that this guy imagined. Terrifying. Right? <laughs> it's like if somebody gave me a pen and went, "Okay, write it all down." I mean. Okay. Now I know you guys want to talk about the character changes coming up, but I gotta yeah. ask: Helm's Deep. Do we get to throw a dwarf? <gasps> I don't know. <laughs> Not that I saw. Although, if you are oh. working the catapults properly, you could probably accidentally fire one. I don't want to accidentally, accidentally have that opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so go ahead and tell us about the characters in Elm's Deep. Yeah, well, the battle on Elm's Deep is going to be a huge battle. Uh, that uh, I don't know how many, but how many people can play in it. Did you have any idea, Bucks? It's a full-blown skirmish, so you can have a group from, I think, solo all the way up to a raid. Nice, nice. And what's fun is that you can begin the battle on Elm's Deep as soon as level 10. Hmm. And when you enter the battle with Elm's Deep, you will be boosted up to level 95. Oh, nice. So morale, power, primary stats will all be to level 95. Uh, damage and properties will be upgraded to level 95. Your gears also. You will keep your same skills. Okay, I was going to say, they skills. dump like 70 skills on you. Good luck! <laughs> so that's good that they just scale every... They, they scale the existing stuff you know how to use up. Okay, that, that makes more sense. I was going to like... Mash the keyboard. You're welcome! 
Paladin. <laughs> I'm thinking the same hey, thing. Hey, paladins are awesome. <laughs> I'm not saying otherwise. <laughs> oh man. And also the fun thing is that you can have different roles in the battle. You can either be an engineer uh, working on the catapults, uh, aiming it, firing it, putting dwarves in it, uh, everything. <laughs> you can be an officer that will uh, give orders to dwarves to be prone or... <laughs> or uh, you! Get to the catapult! Or you can be a And if you want to be in the thick of it, you can be a vanguard and go down into the plains and fight against the hordes of uh, orcs and urukai coming down. And there's a variety of roles that you can have. So that's going to be a lot of fun to do. I didn't participate. I heard about it, but in the beta, but it looks. It sounds crazy. awesome. Well, that's yeah, the whole thing. Really it's like great. I, you know what? I could play this now, but I'm just gonna wait till things in the expansion. It'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the fun thing is that. Since you can start at level 10, you can have uh, everybody in the guild uh, easily participate in, in an event Wait, like that. That's nice. Is this a game that you get an achievement for not dying like before level 10 or something? So everybody automatically is the yes. undying or something? Uh, level 20 is undying, but there's yeah. steps at 10, 14, 17, and 20. Yeah. I made it to 14. Nice. Uh, I know. Woo. I was like all strutting. I was a clothy too, so I was really happy with myself. <laughs> That's the one achievement I'm really proud of and wow is I got undying. And that's it was for running Nax you ten man. No one could die on any boss. Yeah, yeah. The entire time you were in Nax. Mm -hmm. And we managed to do that and I I think a couple people's eardrums were blown out on vent. Yeah. When it was like yeah! <laughs> Because it was our fourth try. We had made it to the like, penultimate boss and like someone did something stupid. And what do you do? They died. They died. And then died. <laughs> okay, and the merit system sounds like it is yes. a, new, a new thing coming out. Yes, the merit is part of the Battle of Helm's Deep. So when you enter into the, into the battle, there's, I think, four phases to it. Each phase will have different requirements or different objectives. How well you do those objectives, you know, uh, certain people survive, catapults survive, or enemy catapults destroyed, obstacles created, you know, defense, offense, whatever the goals are for that phase, you are award awarded these merit points. I don't know a whole lot about it because when I did do Helm's Deep, it was pretty brief and I sat in queue for a long time. <laughs> um, the merits, I was just thankful to be anywhere. All I know is is that it's going to it, it allows you to every time you do this to get a different result or gain a different reward. Mm -hmm. And it varies per engagement. That is so cool. Yeah. So I'm gonna find like that one out on Tuesday. It's actually like a currency? I uh, it's points themselves, and then what you do exactly with them, I'm not quite sure. Oh, it I guess they will find out when the expansion diary. drops. <laughs> <laughs> It was kind of like, surprise, here's the merit system. You know, it was a developer diary, I think, that came out yesterday or the day before. And I bookmarked it when I was down at work, and it's like, okay, I need to look at this. And it's like, you know, I, oh, that's what they were talking about. Because I just hit, yeah, next, 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 next. <laughs> that's what I get. <laughs> well, well, you will know all about it by next time. You will certainly be, you know, you will certainly find out come Tuesday, I guess. Well, I don't know. 
what happens when a big update like that drops? Goes down. Well, uh, okay, that's fair. <laughs> so, <laughs> Wednesday afternoon, let's call it. <laughs> True. Oh, yeah, that, True. I, I, I do have a question as far as that goes. So, I know that, you know, WoW has patch day. Do the games with smaller populations actually have that sort of downtime, or are they doing yeah. things... They will announce on Twitter... Google Plus, Facebook, everything that the XYZ day from uh, this hour to that hour will be patch day. Okay, so and, they do uh, have a maintenance window then. Yes. Oh, okay. It's not yes. every Tuesday, but it is, you know, whenever they're going to release something, they'll announce it in public and, and do their thing. Uh, they've been pretty good with their patching. Okay. No, I jinxed it probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you won't be able to play yeah. till Friday. Sorry, man. <laughs> or when I'm patching down at work, everything will blow up fantastically. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. That's, you know, that's the way things work. Oh, so, oh, okay. So they have things from, I'm looking at your show notes here. So with the release of Helm's Deep, the Bounders token event will end. So you can accumulate these until the expansion, and then you can't anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I heard. You know, that one I'm still kind of iffy on because... I've been frantically trying to collect enough of these coins to get a one specific title, and then I realized it's mathematically impossible. <laughs> don't. Um, so I started spending them. <laughs> I don't play that much. I tried. No, I really so did. It's so sad that the moment where you realize it's mathematically impossible for you to meet <laughs> like, your goal. Oh, that's like. There's yeah, only that's six like a, days oh. left, and I need 7,000 tokens still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 50 times 25. Oh, that's a lot. Oh, okay. That's higher math. <laughs> wow, that is worse. I'm I mean, just not wow. going to make it. It's not going to happen. No. So buy other things. Buy better things. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why I wanted to just say, hey, if you have these tokens before the event uh, occurs, look into buying some stuff that's useful for your characters. You know, jump over to different characters. Uh, really a nice one is that universal toolkit, they call it. It allows you to do every crafting uh, profession with one item, you don't have to swap items out, and it's got a pretty good bonus percentage to it. I think 20% success rate for crits, yep. and it's 30 tokens, and it's pretty nice. Okay. And it's better than just you know burning them on a steed of Michael Delving. Hey. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I bought that's it too, but it's kind of like rip off, freaking hobbits. <laughs> wow, that's hilarious that they were like, that horse is or you could buy this stupid thing, and they're both like, yeah, we both bought that. Yeah. <laughs> we both bought it. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so a state of the kin, if we could get a, which is a kin is the same thing as the guild, correct? Yes, sir. We're doing pretty good. You know, we're small. We pretty much know everybody. Everybody knows everybody else. Uh, when I'm when I'm on an alt, usually everybody knows at least. Hey, oh, that's yeah, that's that guy. Um, it's it's really nice. You know, it's kind of like Cheers almost. We've got. One person every maybe week or two joining, a, a new character joining, and so far it's good. Okay. How many people really do, uh, do we have in in Lotro? Uh, uh, yeah. How many roughly? In the guild, yeah. Oh gosh, what do we have? Over a hundred. A million. Not even close. We have all the <laughs> AIE players, right? Me, I'm gonna have to bring up Umami for that one. Oh, he's just... Oh, mommy. And ladies and gentlemen, just so you know, active officers right here, 
If you submit your application today, it might get approved today. He's even got it open. So he might even approve it right, it right during the show right here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Give me a hint and I'll hit refresh. <laughs> right, Max would like over. to know what he can get for five. Tokens. What what can you get for five tokens? Ooh. A torch. I have no idea. <laughs> you can get a steed of Michael Bolton. <laughs> I don't think that's what they said earlier. But I'm pretty sure, like... I thought that's what he said earlier. I... Toolkit, but five, I'm not sure. I think the toolkit is like the cheapest one and one of the greatest. Uh, maybe some decoration for the yards at 25 tokens. But Not at that point, you might as well get five more and get the, the toolkit. You know, the three troll statues I got. Did I get them from that? Yeah, I think so. But the trader should should stay until uh, after. I would imagine they're there because they're going to put a new statue in the center of Michael Delving that shows the effort that was made for collecting these tokens. That's good. And then they'll probably just leave the vendor there. Yeah, that would be nice. But while you looked for our numbers, uh, we'll talk about an upcoming event coming up. Uh, I've talked with Dell and Max, and there's a concert again. We have uh, reunited the band, and we will do a musical concert pretty soon. Oh, so we look nice. for it. Look for it. We'll send you a, a note to, to, to announce it on the podcast. But there's a music concert coming in soon for the Celebrate the Holidays. Okay, cool. Let us know when that's going to be, like when you guys have a date, and we will announce yeah. it. Also, check the forums, I'm sure. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, check the yeah, forums, we'll ladies and gentlemen. We can't say it enough. Go to the forums. You're missing out. I would say on 60% of what the guild does if you don't go to the forums. I'm just yeah. saying. Absolutely. I'm just saying. No, I just pictured Apples going, where'd you get this horse? What happened to the other horse? And Dux is like, I traded it. So is there anything you guys, anything else you guys wanted to mention before we uh, close out the show here? Well, we have 137 characters total. Okay. Wow, nice. that's great. Um, what else? No, really happy. Been having a really good time. Thankful for everybody AIE. You know, just yeah. a great group of people to play with. Cool, yeah, cool. Fun and don't don't be afraid to come and play. And if you're a lower level, we'll we will uh, take you anywhere in the game to help you level up and everything. We took Furco last week into Goblin Town or the week before well i know we've dragged to a level yeah we brought fair gold into into goblin town i think and that was more of a you know um clear out your bank space you know Mm -hmm. why you're gonna need it (laughs) you're you're gonna need it so now is lord of the rings free it is free to play okay there are quest packs that you can get to expand on what is freely available to you which is the epic quest line and then there are various ways to boost things like XP gain and things like that. Okay, okay so, so what server are we on? We're on Renderall, which is U.S. Uh, role-playing. It's oh, I think they call it what? Uh, ENRP is the term? Yeah. English, English RP. role-playing. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So, and that's Landraval? Yeah, Landraval. Okay. So, so ladies and gentlemen, if you've got time... They have a game for you to play. Like that's, I've, you don't even need money. All you need is time, and you can and you can get in there. And Lord of the Rings is one of the ones that you don't actually want to buy the expansions until you've finished the stuff that you're currently doing. Correct? 
Absolutely. Do okay. your basic stuff. Get yourself into the game. Yep. Get accustomed to it. You don't have to do anything for probably... Well, if you want to get quest packs, you could do that early on, but otherwise you can you can basically use the epic quest line to get yourself through, and also then you can get access to skirmishes, and skirmishes are a great way to get XP. Oh, yeah. And always oh, remember, so join up, put it on the forums. If you want to do a skirmish, you're wondering if you can do it, or you, you're not sure what to do, put it on the forums. We've done the skirmishes. We love doing them because every time it's different. Mm. Oh, sweet. Awesome. Okay. So that's our show for this evening. We want to thank both Apple S and Ducks for joining us. So... Uh, Appleus is Ben in MTL and Ducks is at Historic Geek on Twitter. Is there any other things you guys would like to promote, would like to mention in terms of like a website that you write for or yeah, exactly. Nothing for me. Just contact me anytime. In game. And and use the forums. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Use the forum. See, it's not just us. Everyone agrees that's on the show here that you should use the forums. So next week we'll be talking to Hoots and I believe Stu is joining as well for Eve Online. Very nice. So stay tuned as we've got a full ride of great AIE member segments coming right up, including much lesser known Shaws of Pandaria, Ask Miss Mulgra, Epic Diapers, Hailing Frequencies, Mega Minute, Overly Dramatic News, and apparently he lost my Ludra's pets. Oh, so did you send one today? Or is no, it from I before? It in, it's in from before. I just probably missed it. I will find it yes. in my email. It will be fine. <laughs> All right, but first, if you'd like to reach out and touch us, you can do so over email at podcast at aie-guild.org. On Twitter, the show is at AIE Podcast. Gomez is at show not found. I am at Accuzod and Aludra is at Aludra underscore AIE. We record live with video because trust me, we couldn't, we wouldn't let this go out like this if we could actually edit it. So uh, <laughs> every Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, you can join in the chat room and play along with us, or you can watch one of our past shows on our website at theaiepodcast.com. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. You can follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. Gentlemen, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, please direct your attention to AIE. Greetings. This is Rasklin, presenting another installment of our ongoing informational series, Other, Much Lesser Known Shahs of Pandaria. Tonight, the Shah of Apathy. All adventurers engage the Shah with an immense amount of enthusiasm, mainly because it appears to be a very easy encounter. The Shah doesn't put up much of a fight, mostly just sitting there and letting everyone hit it, and occasionally and half-heartedly swatting weapons away. However, the fight soon becomes increasingly boring, especially when the heroes realize just how much damage the shot can take and how long it will take to defeat it. Eventually the party just gives up and exits the area, never to return. Of course, no loot has ever been acquired from this shot, but eh. We now return to your regularly scheduled raid dispersing, already in progress. Thrumka, and welcome to Ask Miss Mulgra. 
your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, what will become of me if my beloved continent of Kalimdor merges with the Eastern Kingdoms? I realize there has been much talk lately of mergers. Allow me to educate you about this process. A merger is a joining of entities to the mutual benefit of both. Usually, this is in a business area and would be managed by goblins. Now, I realize that goblin business acumen is legendary, but have you ever seen some of those silly gadgets they build? I would be afraid to wear goblin armor in case it blew up while I was in it. Even if the goblins could build an earth mover large enough to move a continent, it would probably fall apart before they started. So don't worry, Kalimdor is not going anywhere, unless a big blizzard causes the continents to drift. I am Miss Mulgra, and that is my advice. Akamagosh! Follow at Miss Mulgra on Twitter, or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com. Epic Diapers. It's six back with episode 44 of Epic Diapers. The new expansion to WoW, Warlords of Draenor, was announced, and of course I'm quite excited about some of the efficiency and flexibility they are adding to the game, especially for those of us who don't have much time to play. I'm particularly excited about Garrisons, which will give you access to followers as your garrison grows over three tiers. These followers will be able to go on missions to get you epic gear and materials, along with your expanded farm creating more materials. You get a free 90, and you get a free 90, and everyone who buys the expansion gets a free level 90. I'd hold off on leveling your lowest alt and wait for the expansion to boost said alt, or even a new level 1 to 90. I wish they'd add a 12 character slot though, since my best boost would only be from level 81. Blizzard also hinted that they may offer additional level 90 boosts for purchase. The reason that they should do this is because some players out there will just purchase additional expansions for more than one account, then transfer those boosted 90s over to the main account. Might as well make it more efficient. More bag space. Blizzard will be increasing stack sizes of many mats to 100 and putting tabards, quest item, heirlooms, and toys into a collection, saving dozens and dozens of bag slots. You'll also be able to craft from items in your bank, so you can dump many mats into your bank and craft from them anywhere in the world. You can follow me on Twitter at Epic Diapers and check out my blog at EpicDiapers.com. And remember, it's hard to balance the pew-pew with the poo-poo. Hi, this is Captain Hunter from AIE and Star Trek Online, and hailing frequencies are open. <whistles> this Star Trek update has us with a fleet level 3 on our starbase, as well as a tier 1 dilithium mine already. Feel free to hop into the dilithium mine and pick up new duty officers and duty officers assignment specifically for miners. Now in the game, we have new missions, new ships, and a new duty officer, and a visit from an old friend. The Friday 13th episode, Hearts and Minds, is available again, even though it's not Friday the 13th. They've released the episode again, and you can play it to receive your special mad scientist duty officer at the end of that mission. A new mission that's been created is Sphere of Influence, in which an Iconian gateway has been discovered underneath Romulus, and you must speak with an old friend of ours, Worf. That's right, Michael Dorb reprises his role as Worf. I haven't played the mission yet, but it looks like you speak to Worf to kick things off underneath New Romulus. 
check it out. It's a limited time mission. Also, when you complete the Sphere of Influence mission, you can receive a new ship, which is a carrier, a very large ship in the game with two hangar bays. This is free for completing the mission, along with some other goodies. And on the horizon, Season 8 is soon to be released. This is the next expansion for Star Trek Online. Again, it is a free expansion, just like all their expansions. This one will revolve around a Dyson Sphere and the inclusion of a new alien species called the Voth. You may remember them from Voyager episodes. They were the dinosaur race that had evacuated Earth before the extinction of dinosaurs. That's all the news I have right now. I'll see you around the spaceways. Welcome back to another Mega Minute with Megacode, a mini-cast on all things Holy Paladin. This week I give a brief synopsis on the Galacris encounter from the Siege of Orgamar Raid. This fight requires two tanks and two to six healers. Throughout this encounter, it's our job to protect three NPCs by killing off the adds that attack them, but also using some CCs. I spec into Fists of Justice just for this task. I also take it a step further. In order to help prevent a wipe by one of the NPCs dying, I like to keep my beacon of light on one of them to help with keeping their health topped off. Now ultimately we must down Galacris in order to complete this encounter, but not until we've progressed through a wave of adds and dealt with four mini bosses. So like always, I keep my eternal flames rolling onto both tanks, mitigating some of the damage they take by using my hands of purity and sacrifice. Since there always seems to be constant rate damage, I spot heal using holy radiance and daybreak holy shocks, and with three holy power up, heal the raid using light of dawn. Now you can go either Holy Prism or Light's Hammer on this fight. I've used both, and either one holds its own for helping with raid heals. I generally save my cooldowns during the mini-boss's special attacks. Kogrik the Snake is the first mini-boss that you have to contend with. Your special raid-wide attack is Poison Clouds. Poison Clouds are damaging void clouds that continue to spread and grow, causing nature damage. Simply stay out of it. Lieutenant Krugruk, he is the second mini-boss you'll fight up in Tower 1. The attack that he does that you have to really pay attention to is Arcing Smash. Arcing Smash is a frontal corner attack that he does indicated by a white cloud. If you get hit by it, it'll knock you off the tower platform, so pay special attention and look for the white cloud and strafe out of it. High Enforcer Thranok. He is the third mini boss whom you'll fight on the ground. This guy casts Crusher's Call which pulls 5 or 10 players into him dependent on 10s versus 25s and immediately following that hits those players with Skull Cracker which deals tons of physical damage. Immediately move away from him when you get pulled in to reduce damage from Skull Cracker. As I run out, I like to pop a 3 Holy Power Light of Dawn followed by a Holy Prism. Master Cannoneer Dagrin is a fourth and final mini boss. This guy is fought up in Tower 2. Like Krugruk in Tower 1, he's got a frontal corn attack which can knock you off the tower platform called Muzzle Spray. Like Arcing Smash, move out of it. Eventually, when everything is all said and done, with the towers and waves of adds, Galacris lands and engages the raid. His major attack is Flames of Galacrond. This is a huge fireball that targets one person and when it reaches that person, explodes causing major raid-wide damage. However, this damage can be reduced with every person that the ball passes through. So we split the raid into two groups and whoever gets targeted by the flame ball just runs behind the pack thus reducing its damage. During this phase we use raid, healing, and personal cooldowns and heal to our heart's content until we get our kill. So I hope this helps out and good luck. If you're on Twitter come follow me at FFPMark with a C and check out my blog page at healingspec.com. 
If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. It's the Overly Dramatic News, I'm Hunts the Wind. Garage Hellscream has never been known for his ethics. However, after the poisoned blade incident during his duel with Karen Bloodhoof, many thought Hellscream's pride in being able to defeat his enemies at their full strength would keep him from doctoring his weapon again. But it would appear that his descent into using performance-enhancing Shaw energy has led him to cast aside even that slim shred of fair play. During his crushing of the highly rated champions of Darkshire raid team last night, Garash's throws of his desecrated weapon were unstoppable, dancing through the air like a drunken dragonhawk. Suspicious, the team's next of kin consulted the Fraps recording of the raid and spotted a suspicious gob of green goo on Hellscream's belt that he always dabbed at just before hurling his weapon. The evidence was clear. Garash was throwing a spit weapon. Armed with this knowledge, the newly resurrected Darkshire squad has devised a countermeasure. Their gnomish engineer has developed a soap spray gun that should wash the goo away before Hellscream can make use of it. The team leader says he doesn't like stooping to such unorthodox tactics, but in his opinion, Garage Hellscream was axing for it. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at HuntsTheWind. Luja the Mage here doing the legwork so you don't have to. As fun as the Isle of Purple Loot of the wrong spec is, I need a break. Let's face it, a mage only needs so many pairs of leather pants. Super hint, we need no pairs of leather pants. So let's move into the Siege of Ogrimmar. The last boss of the first wing of the siege is the Shaw of Pride. Now, depending on what mode you down him in, you have a chance at a different pet. You know, if the RNG is with you, and it so is with you. Uh. Anyway, on flex and LFR modes, you can get the gooey shawling, while on normal mode, you can get the droplet of your sage. Both pets are elementals that remember shaw mobs found throughout Pandaria, though the droplet is a bit more purple than the shawling and they're worth trying for. Both have different movesets with very little overlap. And yes, guys, you can get them on your bonus rolls. Well, back to rating. And not getting the drop again. If you like this segment, or you want to tell me how awesome I am, you can visit the website at aludraspets.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at aludra underscore AIE. And for more Battle Pet information, head on over to battlepet.net. Until next time, AIE, this is Gomez. This is Aludra. And this is Accuson. And this has been the AIE Podcast. This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.